Welcome to the podcast all about women's wealth. Women's wealth is growing faster than men's. As women in the next generation rise in financial power, women will fundamentally change the meaning of legacy. Women as singles, mothers, wives, or widows not only need access to a full continuum of opportunities to save, invest, and preserve financial assets, they also need access to financial education and coaching coupled with affordable and appropriate savings and credit building products at key times in their lives. Join us on Women Acquiring Assets and learn the stepping stones to home ownership, investment properties, cryptocurrency, business development, and learn all about saving stocks and so much more. Let's grow our networks together. Women's Inflection Point is a nonprofit, educational, and results-driven entity providing women a success path to reach maximum potential in each of their life cycle stages. Women's Inflection Point focuses on three tiers of Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid, human wellness, safety, and self-actualization. In other words, we focus on your health, your money, and yourself. An inflection point is an event that results in dramatic and significant change. Our mission is to facilitate occurrences of inflection points that activate unleashed potential to propel women to reach their maximum potential in all aspects of their life. These occurrences are delivered at events throughout the year in organic and diverse, inclusive environments. For more information, visit us at www.womeninflectionpoint.org. Welcome to Women Acquiring Assets. This is your host, Annika Jackson. And as you know, when you're listening to this podcast, we are trying to bring you experts across fields. So women who have experience with financial well-being, spiritual well-being, emotional, mental, and physical. Today, from Georgia, we have Margot Ford with Fitness by Ford. Welcome to the show, Margot. Hey. So please tell us a little bit about your journey into starting your company. Hey, well, I've been on my fitness journey for the last four years, and I've been training for about a year now. Um, I started off just wanting to lose a little weight for my wedding, and then it turned to losing 50 pounds and to turning into an actual fitness trainer and helping other people start their fitness journeys. That's really amazing. I know that's something almost every woman tries to do before her wedding, right? Get in shape, get fit. We are in a new year and that's one of everybody's goals when you start the new year, one of your new year's resolutions uh, is always to get fit. So what was the pivot point that made you decide to just go for it and try to lose weight? Well, I had gained about 40 pounds and I've never, I'd never been over like 200 pounds. Right? Mm-hmm. And I got to like 240 and I started to notice I couldn't even suck my stomach in certain clothes. I wore it. I just, it wasn't appealing to me. So then I became unhappy with how I look. So I made sure I wanted to make that physical change. And you know, when you look good, you feel good. So I started to feel better once I started to lose weight as well. So what did you uh, do to lose weight yourself? Did you Um, do like a mix of different cardio weights? I know different things work for different people. Yeah, I did a lot of cardio. I joined a Fit Body Bootcamp is where they help you lose weight, but it was a group workout. And I was nervous about that at first because I didn't really like working out around people. I felt like I looked awkward. Mm. But then I know nobody cares about what you're doing because they're too (laughs) on what they're doing and how intense the workouts are. And the people that worked there were just great and very encouraging. So even when I had my moments where I didn't want to work out, if I hadn't been for a week, they would call me. So they were really okay. 
for me. So it kept me motivated and I worked out with them for over two years. So it was having that accountability of somebody else, making sure that you they were holding you accountable for your workouts. Yes. Was one step of it. And then also realizing, I read that you lost 10 pounds in your first week. I did. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that would definitely motivate me. <laughs> yeah, it did. It became addicting after that. Yeah. <laughs> so you lost the weight for your wedding and then you, but you kept on working out and you kept yeah, on yeah. that journey. And um, when did you start your company? I started it a year ago. A year ago. So right before COVID hit. Right before COVID hit. Oh my yes. I got certified a little more than a year ago, but I was nervous about, you know, starting my own thing. Mm -hmm. So when COVID hit, it kind of pushed me out there because I noticed people were posting statuses about, you know, can't go to the gym, but they want to work out. So I started the virtual fitness challenges first. Ooh. Wonderful. And so I'm sure that also helped you broaden your audience. Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah. So, and where did you start? Did you do like Zoom workouts or Instagram, Facebook? Facebook, what I would do is I would record myself doing the workout. Like I would set a plan. I started with a 21 day ab challenge. So I gave them workouts for 21 days. I would record myself doing each exercise so they would know how to do it. And then we would have a Facebook group so we could communicate with each other. Nice. Wonderful. And do you think that starting your business at the beginning of COVID was something that helped you realize how far your business could really go because it could expand you beyond just your geographic area. And yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, please go ahead. Yes, I think so. Because a lot of people were home and they, were, they didn't have anything to do but eat. So a lot of people were picking <laughs> a lot of weight from just being at home. So it gave them something to do. And then once I gave them a meal plan, it gave them, you know, better ideas and things to eat other than just picking up fast food on the way home or coming home and eating cookies and ice cream all day long because mm -hmm. it's really tough to do. So how have you kept being motivated during this past year? Because I know I live in Los Angeles. We are still stuck at home. And I've definitely gained some COVID weight because I, I have to be, I'm motivated by also by working out and having somebody else hold me accountable. And um, that's a lot harder to do, I think, when you're home. Yeah, it can be, but it's become a lifestyle for me. So it's kind of like an everyday thing for me. I got just like, you know, eating breakfast is most common for most people. Like I learned to add a workout in somewhere in the daytime, somewhere within my day. Yeah. So you just, you made it a habit. Yeah. Wonderful. And what about, I know most people who go out on an entrepreneurship journey, were doing something else before. So I'm assuming since we're working out and fitness and becoming a coach are newer, what were you doing before? Um, I still have my job. I work at Aldi, the grocery store, the oh. distribution. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So you're doing both. Yes. I work full time and then I train. How do you manage that? It's, it's hard, but you know, I make it work. Yeah. Um, what encouragement could you give to somebody who wants to start their fitness journey? I tell them to just start and start now. Don't wait. A lot of people like to wait. Well, I'm going to start next month fresh. Just go ahead and start. I actually started my my detox on Wednesday. You know, most people feel like, oh, I need to start on a Monday. Just start. Just go ahead and start it. Don't keep putting it off. Mm -hmm. And once you start and you start to lose your first five to 10 pounds, I promise you, you're going to want to continue doing it. 
Nice. And what about for people who want to become entrepreneurs? Because it's not easy jumping to entrepreneurship, whether it's on top of your day job or doing it, you know, on as your whole job. So what advice would you have for somebody who wants to start, who takes their passion, which clearly you found something that you're really passionate about, right? Um, and turns that into a business. Um, you know, starting a business wasn't really something I planned to do. It just kind of <laughs> fell into place for me. But I tell a lot of people that if it's something you want to do, just go ahead and, and get started. You know, take the time to get your LLCs. Reach out to people that are doing the same thing that you want to do. Because some people don't mind helping you. So they can lead you in the right directions. Oh, wonderful. And what kind of, um, do you work with everybody? Or is there a certain segment, like women or children, that you find that you work with most often? Uh, I pretty much work with all groups, but I'm more so with women. And then I have uh, a few children that I train as well, but it's mostly women. So I noticed that you said you started your 21-day ab challenge during the quarantine. And you had 200 people join. Yes. How did they find you? Well, it, it started off with just like people that knew me, cousins, coworkers. And once they start posting their transformation pictures on Facebook and Instagram, that's when they, their friends would reach out or just people that were just scrolling by would see it and they would add me. And then I, I would start I would start off with small groups and then it'll keep continue. Like I would start it every other week. After I finish the 21 day challenge, I'll wait a week and then I'll start another one. That's how I was able to get so many people in. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And was this something that people could do for free and then they could pay to keep training with you? Or was there a cost to enter? It was a cost to enter, but they were able to keep it. So like once they purchased it, it was theirs forever. So they can continue to go back and look at those workouts or that meal guide. Oh, wonderful. That's amazing. And what what's like the biggest transformation that you saw in somebody? Um, I had one lose 15 pounds. So in, I it was in 21 days. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then, were losing you know from five to 12 pounds and some people were losing like majority of their stomach like lots of it was gone it's amazing and it's not even just the weight loss right it's about how people felt afterwards the meal plan that you created for them and then just the overall toning I know that's one of the things that makes me feel good about working out is clearing my head and then just the way that my body transforms even if I don't lose that much weight just knowing that I have that ability, right, to transform myself. Yeah, and, you know, with people changing their diet, that also just made them feel better, gave them a lot more energy. I had one lady tell me that, you know, she was no longer tired walking up the stairs to work. Like, it just, her whole energy level just changed. Amazing. And you not only have a full-time job and started your fitness company, but you also have your Fine and Fit collection, Yes. So how did you launch that and what all is entailed in your in your line? So I really like workout clothes. Like I kind of have a workout clothes session. So I was like, <laughs> well, let me <laughs> let me start trying to find my own line, you know, with me being taller and you know, with me being taller, I'm also shaped a little differently. I'm not super skinny. So it's like I was trying to find clothes that, you know, would fit my figure and other women with, you know, bigger figures. Also, so it includes, you know, clothing. We have waist trainers. I also have resistant bands. Hmm. Um, working on other things to launch eventually. That's amazing. What I love about that, though, is that I don't know that many trainers who immediately jump to, oh, let me start my own line as well. 
Yeah. <laughs> so what, what was the impetus behind doing that? Um, just wanting to, to have my own brand, just mm -hmm. wanting something that was mine. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, and you said that you've created items that weren't necessarily easy for people to find. Yeah, because a lot of times you can't find the waist trainers in your size or they take too long to be delivered. So I wanted to have things on hand so that if my clients needed it, I would already have it. So I don't have to wait for shipment. And did I see that it also includes lashes? Oh, yeah. I also have lashes. I'm a lash tech as well. Oh, I love lashes. <laughs> and workout clothes. So I'm definitely <laughs> going to have to check out your lines. Um, what, what else do you want to tell our audience today? What would you recommend to somebody who, okay, they've started out slow on their fitness journey. What's the next step they can take? You talked about you created meal plans for people. What are other resources that you use that were helpful that you think other people should have access to? Um, I would just tell them, you know, just take the time one day and just get on Google and research different meal guides and different exercises to do. You always want to keep your fitness journey interesting. You want to switch up your workouts and your meals. You don't want to keep everything the same so you can continue to see results. Because if you continue to do the same thing, eventually you're going to plateau and you won't see the changes as fast as you were in the beginning. Mm. So just always try to keep it interesting to keep yourself motivated. And I also saw... You are a very big proponent of self-care, not yes. just working out, but what are other things that you do for your self-care? Um, you know, I try to get massages often. I try to take time to just myself because a lot of times we get caught up in our everyday life with working and taking care of our families that we tend to forget about ourselves. So it's always good to take yourself out to eat sometimes or just take some time to just be by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to find. <laughs> it, is. it really is. Yeah, I, I often have that struggle myself, especially with, you know, we're virtual school, pets, trying to manage work yeah. and making sure everybody else is taken care of. Um, so what would you recommend for someone in a, who's still living in a place that's not open? Because I know like in California, we're not really open yet. So you know, I can take a walk, but other than that, trying to figure out ways to create that space and time where I can just be alone can be difficult. Yeah, you know, right now it is kind of difficult with the COVID, but if you could just find time in your, in your home alone, if you just take time, read a book or sit outside and read a book, just, you know, just find some alone time mm -hmm. right now until the world opens back up. Wonderful. And then you also like to work with kids? Yes, I do. Yeah, so tell me more about that. Um, I had someone reach out to me a while ago about training their step team, and they're a range from like 10 to about 15. So I, I meet with them once a month, and I train them. I try to make it fun, but, you know, with kids, <laughs> workouts <laughs> always their favorite thing to do. But, you know, I work out with them, and then I have a few clients that bring their kids along with them. So I try to make it interesting for them. Nice. And what have you seen? So when you work with the kids, are you doing workouts? And, and then are you also creating meal plans for them or talking yeah. about all of that as well? Yeah, I do. You know, with kids, you know, you try to want to keep it fun for them. You don't want to make them feel like 
you're, you think they're fat or, you know, obese or anything. So I always try to make it seem like we, we're not working out because, you know, we think you're overweight. We just want you to be healthy so that when you're playing sports, you won't get tired as fast. You can try to explain to them how important it is for their health, not just a physical thing. Yeah, I know that I wish that I'd learned how to use weights and everything when I was younger, but I was just never interested in it. <laughs> and so yeah. I feel like I, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache or, you know, like things I had to learn later on in life if I had built those skills up when I was young. Yeah, it's something that a lot of us don't think about when we're younger and our parents didn't think about that either, how important it was to teach us at a young age. So I try to do that now with my son and with other kids that I do train just to let them know how important it is now. So if you start now, it'll become part of their lifestyle as well. And I think you're also inspirational because you're able to show your son you can work full time, you can take care of your family, and you can create this business that you're super passionate about. Yeah. <laughs> so they must be very proud of you. Yeah, they are. Um, what else would you like to share with our audience today? Do you have any new goals for 2021? Things that you are looking forward to for yourself personally, for your business, for your family? I'm just looking forward to my business just to grow, you know, for people to, to recognize me outside of Georgia. Be worldwide, you know, with my virtual training, my fitness challenges. Wonderful. And how do people find you so that they could participate in training with you? Um, I'm on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I have my website. It's, fitness by, it's fitbyford.com. So that way it shows everything that I offer. Oh, wonderful. And your store is on there, too, so we can check out your fashions yes. and your lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And then did I also see that you want to have an in-person studio? Yes, I'm working on that. Hopefully that will be wow. coming soon. Hopefully. Yeah. And are you all open in Georgia right now? Like is you can yeah. go and do daily life and. Yeah, all the gyms are open. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And then what with your gym, do you think that when you have your own studio, that would transition into being your full-time job? And then do you see yourself ha having fitness studios all over the country or the world? That would be nice, but my ultimate goal is I really want to go back to school and be a PE teacher. And I still want training to be part-time, you know, I still mm -hmm. want to have my studios and I want to have multiple studios, but I do want to be a PE teacher. Oh, wonderful, I love that. So what, um, just to teach everybody all the things that you've learned? Yes. Yeah. And what grades do you want to teach? I want to be elementary school. Yeah. Is your son in elementary school? He's in sixth grade. He oh, just okay. started. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter's in seventh. <laughs> so it's quite the transition, isn't it? Yes. It really <laughs> is. Didn't expect to be such a transition, but it's great. Wonderful. Well, I know I appreciate you taking some time to speak with us today. And you've definitely given me some motivation. I can't wait to, I know that there's some pictures of your journey on your website so people can really see the results that you got by working out and by creating your plan. And so you've definitely given me some motivation today. I got to get on it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that is it for today. Everybody go check out fitbyford.com and find Margo on social media. And are you doing more fitness challenges right now that people could join? 
Um, yeah, I still have the ones that I've already done. They can be purchased at any time, but I will be having a new one probably within the next two weeks. Okay, well, I'll definitely be on the lookout for that. And I can't wait to check out your fashion line too. So thank you for coming on and telling us about your journey. And thank you to our audience for listening to another episode of Women Acquiring Assets. We'll be back next week. Hi, this is Annika Jackson. At Annika PR, we provide public relations strategy, content marketing, and brand and design services. We are gifted with the ability to draw excitement to an event, brand, or concept. Don't just take our word for it. See our clients' work in Forbes, CNN, Amazon TV shows, and much more. Want your brand amplified? Go to AnnikaPR.com. That's A-N-I-K-A-P-R.com. Well... That's it for this episode. To learn more about who we are and what we do, visit www.womeninflectionpoint.org backslash WAA. If you have anything you'd like to share, Annika would love to hear from you. And she can be reached at info at womeninflectionpoint.org. Be sure to tune in every week for another episode and learn more about how financial assets are a store of resources that women and families can tap into particularly doing emergencies, and how wealth can provide a nest egg that can be leveraged into investments like a home, an investment property, or a business, and then can be passed on to future generations. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.